Hey there and welcome to Soul Church. Our prayer is that this message encourages you wherever you may be in life. You know, we've been hearing so many stories about what God is doing in people's lives and we'd love to hear yours. So take a second and send your story to stories at soulchurch.com. Thanks again for joining us today and we hope that you enjoy the message. God bless. Thank you. You may be seated. Big welcome to everyone, especially anybody that's new. And all of you guys watching online, we want to say a big, warm welcome. How are you doing, church? I'm excited to see so many people out. I've already met babies in church for the first time, brand new little babies, people who have got engaged. Who's believing God for a great 2023? Come on. Great 2023. Who's happy to say goodbye to some of the things that happened in 2022? Why don't we just turn around and wave them all a little goodbye. Say, I'm glad you're gone. This is a new year and a new day. You're looking good. Pastor John and Chantel send their love. They're ministering in some significant churches and they send lots of love to you. And uh, Pastor John asked me to mention that we're starting as we do every year, the start of a brand new year with a season of prayer and fasting that's going to start on the 15th. But we wanted to give you a heads up. So on the 15th of January, we're going to go into a, a month of prayer and fasting. If you're new to church, you're wondering why do they do that? It's because we want to put God first at the start of the year. How many of you need God for your 2023? And one of the ways we do that is by fasting or abstaining from food. And you can do that however you feel comfortable. Some people do a Daniel fast and they only eat fresh fruit and vegetables for that month. Some people will fast one day, uh, one meal of the day. Some people do a, a full fast. Whatever you feel like you want to do that's going to be a bit of self-sacrifice. And it's not just a diet. How many knows a diet is a good thing? But fasting is not a diet. The time that you would have spent eating, you, you spend time focusing on God, reading His Word, praying, and it will set you up both physically and spiritually for the year ahead. So just mark your diaries, get yourself ready. That's the 15th. Is that cool? All right, I'm going to read to you. In fact, we're going to read together two portions of Scripture. And I want you to see... You guys watching online, see whether you can see the theme that runs through both pieces of Scripture. The first one is taken from 2 Corinthians 4, verses 7 to 8. 2 Corinthians, it's probably the book of the Bible where Paul is having the hardest time. Then the second Scripture I'm going to read is from Philippians 3, 12 to 14. And Paul was actually in prison when he wrote it. Okay? So if you're having a hard time, there's going to be some good stuff for you. So why don't we all stand together? We're all going to read this scripture together and then see if you can spot the connection. So here we go. But we, say it all with me, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. I love that. Now let's look at Philippians. 
Verse 3. I, I read this at the start of every year. Many of you will have heard sermons. So remember, see if you can spot the connection. Let's read it together. Not that I've already attained or I'm already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. The title of my message is this, Pressed but Pressing On. Pressed, but pressing on. So let's pray. Father, we live in a world that can bring so many pressures in so many ways. And we, your people, we look to you. And I pray specifically for everyone that's been facing pressure in their 2022. Lord, I want to thank you that they can press on with the help of your word, with the help of your power, and with the help of your Holy Spirit. So we give our 2023 to you. We stand before you as those that need you. And so we pray you'd speak to us through your word. And everyone who agreed said a big loud... Amen. You can take your seats. Question. I wonder whether any of you had a tough time in 2022. Felt hard-pressed, under pressure, and wondering whether that pressure was going to crush you. Paul said, I was hard-pressed, but not crushed. What an incredible thought. The truth is every one of us, from the youngest to the oldest, we all have to learn to live in life with pressure. I wonder how well do you, on the front row, you at the back, you watching online, how well do you cope with pressure? I remember... About 20 years ago, I was in the Mediterranean on a pedalo. Who would like to be in the Mediterranean with a warm sun on a pedalo? And uh, I was having a great time. I was with my good friend, Dave Cowell. He was a big lad, and we used to call him Boss Hog. And we were on the pedalo. It was leaning a bit like that. And it was the perfect day. The sun was shining, and the Mediterranean waters were crystal clear. And we were out about 100 yards from the shore, and I looked down through the crystal waters, and I saw a baseball cap. It was a designer-looking cap. And I'm thinking, ooh, I could have that. I think I was a student at the time, didn't have a lot of cash, and I thought, here we are, a free baseball cap. So I dived from the pedalo into the crystal waters. Now, it only looked a few feet, but it was probably higher than this roof. I started to swim down, first 10 feet, no problem. After about 15 feet, I could start to feel the pressure. Have you ever done that, diving down? 
I got to about 20 feet and the pressure started to build in my head, in my ears, and I had a choice. Would I keep going or would I stop? What do you think I did? Big northern wuss, I stopped. And I went back to the pedal. I thought, can't get it. Pressure is too much. Wonder whether there's been days where the pressure got too much, so you pulled back. Last month, the Collins English Dictionary published their word of the year. Lots of different dictionaries do it, but the Collins English Dictionary, they published their word of the year, the word that summed up 2022. There were a few contenders. One of the words of the year that, that nearly made it was partygate. Remember that? Poor old Boris. All right. But the word that was chosen that best described 2022 was this word. Perma-crisis. Say, what does that mean? It's actually two words strung together. The word perm, perma, comes from permanent crisis. Perma-crisis. In other words, 2022 was the year when we went from one crisis to another crisis to another crisis. We experienced a perma-crisis. We went through three prime ministers in three months. We lost our queen. In many ways, there was a political crisis, which was on the back of COVID, which was a health crisis, which led into Ukraine, which was a global war crisis, which led to an oil and gas crisis and a cost of living crisis, crisis to crisis to crisis. And that's nothing to say of whatever you faced in your family, in your marriage, in your health. And so lots of us felt like 2022 was year we went from crisis to crisis to crisis. Some of them we navigated. Maybe some of them hit you pretty hard. How well do you cope in a perma-crisis? As a parent, when your heart has been shattered by your son or your daughter, when a loved one that you've been caring for ends up with Parkinson's or in a psychiatric ward, you love them and you prayed for them and you believe God for them, but you still haven't seen the breakthrough. When COVID became long COVID, when your mental health deteriorated and anxiety, it felt like a python wrapping itself around you and squeezing you to the point where you thought you were going to be crushed and you didn't know how you were going to make it. You start to wonder, God, where are you? Why is this happening to me, and somehow you feel condemned. A little voice tells you you should be able to overcome this, that you should have more faith. You ever been there in a cycle like that? Have you ever met someone who's had a bit of training in martial arts, and they know how to locate your pressure points? I mean, they might only be five foot tall and you think, well, I could have them. But they grab you in your pressure point and it's like they paralyze you instantly. Have you ever met anyone who knows how to press your buttons? 
Some of you are thinking, well, that's my wife. Some of you are thinking that's my husband. But here's what I've learned about the enemy. He knows what buttons to press in your life. He knows your pressure points and he will focus in on the very things that cause you most pressure. That's what he does. The Bible says do not be ignorant of his devices. So how can we learn to live with pressure? The Apostle Paul knew what it was like to feel under pressure. 2 Corinthians is that book where Paul is at his most vulnerable. And as you read it, you feel the pressure that he's under. And as we dissect these verses that we, we read, I want you to see if you can spot two parts to this verse. Number one is Paul's incredible vulnerability, but the paradox is his incredible strength. So let's read it one more time. 2 Corinthians 4, 7-9. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. What a thought. Hard-pressed, but not crushed. It says we have this treasure in earthen vessels. In the ancient world, there were two types of vessels that you had. You had the vessels for honor. It was usually the gold and the silver. It was, if you like, the best china, the best cutlery. And so if people like David Gerry came to your house, you would get out the good stuff, all right, because he's a good man. But the rest of the time, you would use what were known as your earthen vessels. They were the cheapest to make. They were made of clay, made on a pottery wheel. Just ordinary. Some translations call them clay vessels or earthen vessels. And the thing about these is they often were broken and damaged and needed repair. And in describing you, the Apostle Paul says that we are earthen vessels. I mean, just look around at some of the people you sat with. Just have a look. See if you can spot the earthen vessel. The older you get, the more aware you become that you are an earthen vessel. Why? Because the hair starts to fall out. The teeth start to decay a little bit more. The wrinkles start to appear. The memory can start to fade. And sadly, the people that you love start to be in pain and pass away. We have and we are earthen vessels. And that's what Paul starts with. He starts with the fact that we're earthen vessels, but he ends with this remarkable statement. He says we're hard-pressed, but not crushed. That doesn't sound like an earthen vessel. 
because an earthen vessel is easily crushed. So how come he starts with earthen, but he finishes and ends with strength and durability and resilience? What goes on in these verses that helps us with that tension? It says this, we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. The strength and the power, Kevin, doesn't come from the earthen vessel. It comes from somewhere else. It doesn't come from you. You can't rely on your strength and your power. It says the excellence of the power comes from where? From God and not us. The excellence of the power. The New Testament was written in Greek. And if you were to read it in Greek, you would come across these two fascinating words for excellence and power. It's the word hyperbole dunamis. Hyperbole is the excellence. Dunamis means power. So some of you might be English writers and you will know how to use hyperbole. If you write in hyperbole, you you go to the extreme, you exaggerate, you magnify, it's a piece of hyperbole. And then dunamis is a word from which we get the word dynamic, dynamite. It's that kind of power. So what is God saying? You have hyperbole, dunamis in you, exaggerated power, incredible power, abundant power. So you might look at yourself and choose to look at the earthen vessel, or do you see the hyperbola dunamis which is on the inside of you, which means that you can be hard pressed but not crushed. It's God, it's God. It's not about how good you are. Thank God it's all about how good he is. And friend, that's why you can survive the pressure. I was at a New Year's Eve party last night and Dave was there. Dave Gary, you sat in the front row here and this guy has, he's had a tough year in so many ways. When you're staring down the eyeballs of cancer, when you're rushed in for life-saving surgery and you know it's touch and go and this guy chatting over a, what were we eating last night? Raspberries, because your wife's a nutritionist. We were eating raspberries and pomegranate. And he was sharing his story about how God has protected him and God has done something within him in 2022 and how he's ready for whatever Goliath throws at him at 2023. And something rose up within me. He started to minister to me. Friend, whatever you're whatever you're going through. You may feel like you're just an earthen vessel, but thank God there's a power that's available. There's a treasure. God wants to turn you into a weapon of mass destruction. The excellence of the power maybe of God and not of you. Pressed, but pressing on. It's in you, my friend. If you're watching online, it's in you. His power is in you. So question, are you focusing on the pressure which is around you 
or the power which is within you? Which are you focusing on? What if your external challenges are only as powerful as your internal securities allow them to be? I learned another word recently. I love words. Can you tell? Anyone else love words? All right, that's me and you. That's good. There's two of us, so we'll share about words. My brother is he's a bit of an expert in chairs. He loves dealing in the stock exchange he has done for 30 years and he's trying to educate me and that's a long and a painful process. So he sends me articles and he sent me this article about the share market. Any of you that know anything about shares know that in 2022 shares did this. But this article that he sent to me contained a word that I'd never heard before and it jumped out of the page and it was this. It was the word pro-entropic. It's a word I'd never heard but it got my attention. And the word pro-entropic is again, it's made up of two different words. The second part, entropic, some of you may have heard of the law of entropy. Anyone heard of the law of entropy? Anything that's left unto itself without intelligent design will end up in chaos. Let me translate that to you. Your teenager's bedroom. If you just leave it, it will tend towards chaos. Mercy Boston, I hope you are listening. Unless there's an intelligent, it will never become tidy again. But a share that is pro-entropic isn't subject to the law of entropy Most shares in 2022 went this way. They went with the chaos and the disorder of the stock market. But there are certain shares that were pro-entropic. They love entropy. They love disorder. Why? Because when every other share goes this way, pro-entropic shares go this way. They love chaos. They thrive in chaos. And I thought, how amazing is that? And God spoke to me, how amazing that God can speak through an article on shares. And he said, Steve, my power within you is pro-entropic. When there's chaos breaking out all around you, the good news is God's hyperbole dunamis is pro-entropic. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. It's amazing. Remember I talked about the cap diving down, could only survive 20 meters. Have you ever thought about a submariner, a submariner, a person that works on a submarine? Those suckers go down sometimes a mile. How? How do they survive the pressure? What would that do to your head? Please do not try this at home in the North Sea. You'll freeze to death and you'll get crushed. There's only one way that a submarine can go down to that depth. Do you want to know what it is? The pressure on the inside has to be greater than the pressure on the outside. Thank God, God has put a power on the inside of you that is far greater than any power that is pressurizing you. He that is in you is greater than We have this treasure in earthen vessels. We can live pressed, but pressing on. 
question, what if the pressure that is around you is creating diamonds within you? Did you know diamonds are only formed one way? Under pressure. Girls, you're blessed enough to have a diamond ring. Have a look at it right now. And every time you look at it, I want you to remember this. That diamond was only formed one way under pressure. Diamonds are a declaration of the strength and durability which can be formed under pressure. Diamonds are formed 100 miles under the earth's surface. When the temperature reaches a minimum of 2,200 degrees Fahrenheit and the pressure exceeds 725,000 pounds per square inch, that's a lot of pressure. That's 50,000 times that of the earth's atmosphere. Only then is a diamond formed. And a diamond is the most durable and resilient substance on the planet. A diamond cannot be scratched. It cannot be harmed. It cannot be destroyed by any other naturally occurring mineral, acid, or alkali. And that is why in the ancient world, when kings went out to war, they encrusted their armor with diamond because it was so resilient. And what if God is allowing you to go through pressure in 2022 so that you can step out into 2023 and face giants that you never thought you could face because he that is within you is greater that everything you went through was simply building strength and resilience and durability and you learned that your power doesn't come from any other place but God himself, that he made you to be more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus, that no weapon formed against you can prosper because you're made of diamond and it can't be scratched and it can't be damaged. It only happens under pressure. What if the pressure that's around you is building diamonds within you? You can live pressed but pressing on, pressed, but pressing on. Only God can use that kind of pressure, David, not to crush you, but to fortify you, to build strength, to build internal fortitude for everything that you face in 2023. God has prepared you for it. He's with you and he's for you. And as I draw this into a close, we're going to look at this scripture in Philippians 3. I always read this at this time of year. And as I said, it's written by the Apostle Paul. He's currently in jail. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want to be in jail. To not know what your future holds or whether you even have a future. 
Yet again, Paul is under immense external pressure. How does he keep going? Because he's made of diamond, this guy. A couple of things really stood out to me, so let's look at it again. Paul says this. Not that I've already attained or already perfected, but I press on. That I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has laid a hold of me. Verse 13. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. He's hard pressed but he's pressing on. Let's break it down. He starts with this. Not that I have already attained. Now this is the Apostle Paul. This is one of my heroes. You talk about a man that made a difference on planet Earth. The Apostle Paul, and he's saying, not that I've already attained. In fact, if you look at this passage, he doesn't say it once, he doesn't say it twice, he says it three times. It's not that I've already attained. How many of you would be honest enough to know what it feels like to say, I haven't arrived, haven't attained, I've done some stuff I'm not proud of, I've made some mistakes, I've hurt people, I've let myself down and I've let God down. Maybe some of you are in this room or you're watching online and that's you right now. You are so aware that you've not attained, you've not arrived. And here's how we tend to deal with it. We say, God, messed up so much and we allow our inadequacies to shape our identities it goes from I've done something really bad to I am really bad I'm hopeless and little voice whispers and says you'll never amount to anything and the more you allow that voice to shape your identity the more it shapes your next behaviour because when you feel like that and you listen to that lie, it's then that you do the things that you regret, the things that you know you shouldn't. And it's like a cycle that goes on. You become more vulnerable. The enemy presses your buttons. He reaches for your pressure points. You'll never amount to anything. You're not going to make it. People are going to hate you when they find out what you're like. Maybe you ended 2022 like that. That's how we respond. That's how we handle pressure. But that's not what Paul does. Let's look at how Paul handles pressure. He says, not that I've already attained or I'm already perfected, but I press on. I press on. 
I don't stop. I don't give in. I may have run 25 miles and I don't think I can do mile 26. But I press towards the line. I may be hard pressed, but I'm gonna press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus laid hold of me. Some of you little scallywags, you were doing your own thing. But thank God when you weren't even interested in God, you weren't, didn't want to know from Him, thank God He reached down and He took a hold of you and said, I'm going to take your life and I'm going to do something incredible and extraordinary. Paul says, He took hold of me. He was a terrorist. The Osama bin Laden of his day. God reached down on the Damascus road. And Paul's saying, I'm going to lay hold of everything for which Jesus laid hold of me. And then he says this, because here's a key. He says, forgetting those things which are behind. Some of you, the 1st of January, 2023, it's a time to draw a line in the sand, to forget those things, to forget those mistakes, to stop listening to those lies of the enemy, to refuse to allow him to keep pressing your buttons and say, I'm gonna leave that in 2022. I'm gonna walk into 2023 with an incredible power that's within forgetting those things which are behind. I press on. I press on. Some of you, it's like you jumped out of that pedalo. And you know God has so much more for you. He's already shown you and He's going to keep showing you. Some of you have been listening to that lie saying, you, you're never going to make it. You're never going to get there. You've got to turn back. Paul said this, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things that are ahead. Oh, come on, who knows what's ahead for you in 2023? Who knows the good things that God has for you and your family? We're going to celebrate Lydia getting engaged at the end of the service. But I remember talking to her a year, a year ago. Little did she know she'd meet a man and get herself engaged and get a massive diamond on a ring, which we can all celebrate. But who knows? Don't let the devil say, well, God can do it for Lydia, but he can't do it for you. You've got to press on to all those things. I know the plans I have for you. Plans to give you a future and a hope. You've got to forget those mistakes. Forget those things that are behind and press on. Who knows whether 2023 is going to be your year of breakthrough. I've only once preached about diamonds in my life. That's when I was in Peterhead about a month ago. There's a whole stack of fishermen in that meeting. When I talked about diamonds were only formed under pressure, one of the fishermen came up to me afterwards. And he said, 
I used to work in the oil industry. He says, and when, we, when you want to go deeper to dig for oil, when you've hit a layer of rock that seems impenetrable and you can't seem to find a way through, here's what they do. They tr- take out the drill bit and they put in a drill with diamonds in it and they go again. And this time, because it's diamond, the hardest known substance to man, it cuts through those layers. And I'm believing for some of you, you've hit layers and seams and rocks and you've thought, I'm never gonna make this. But who knows whether 2023, God has built diamonds within you through the pressure that you faced and you're gonna break through in your family, in your marriage, in those situations, in those addictions. So come on, why don't we stand? I'm gonna ask Rachel to come and lead us in our response. But I'm believing for God to do some amazing things in your 2023. I wonder if you really know the power that's within you is stronger than the pressure around you. See, in a room of this size, there'll be many of you that have come from different walks of life. Some of you that have been in church for many years, but some of you have walked in for the first time today. Some of you have come for a long time, but you've never actually connected with that internal power of knowing Jesus Christ as your Saviour. Maybe you've come today with a friend. Maybe you've come back after a long time. Maybe you're just checking it all out, but you know after hearing that incredible message, that there's something in this. And even though you might not fully understand and believe everything, God created you and made you and He fully understands and He believes in you and He gets you. And I love that Scripture that says, forgetting those things that are behind. So many of us have things that we're not proud of or things that have happened or disappointments or failures or sin or, that we wanna forget. And the truth is we can't forget without knowing the one that actually promises to forgive and to forget. You see, human beings, we can say we forgive, but we often don't forget that God is reaching out with arms of love and He's saying, I wanna forgive and I wanna help you forget the pain of the past. I wanna forgive you for sin going your own way. He says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No man or woman or boy or girl can come to the Father, it says, except through me. Jesus connects us and our hearts to His grace and to His power. And that verse says to reach out, to press. Right now, I'm gonna give you an invitation just to reach out. In a moment, we're gonna ask every head be bowed and every eye closed. And I'm just gonna ask you just to reach out your hand. Just reach out to heaven. Say, God, I need you. I need you at the start of this year. I wanna know peace of mind. I wanna know forgiveness of sins. I wanna know meaning and purpose for my today. And then the verse talks about the prize. The prize is Jesus Christ. The prize is forgiveness. The prize is eternal life. The prize is knowing where you go when you die. The prize is knowing that every day He will never leave you or forsake you and that He loves you dearly. 
So could I ask that every head be bowed and every eye closed? And if you're watching with us online and you're in your living room or wherever you are watching this, He's reaching out to you right now. He's saying, don't put it off. I'm not talking to the person beside you. I'm talking to you. How's your walk with God? And no matter the disappointment and the hurt and the fears and the doubts, bring them all to Him right now. He's reaching out His arms of love and He says, come as you are. Let that power inside be greater than any pressure around you. And today you can walk out of here at the start of 2023 knowing that the power of God, Jesus, the risen Saviour, lives and dwells in you. And He's not only the God of the universe, He can be your personal friend that will walk through you through every mountain, every valley. So if that's you, and you've heard me speaking, you've heard Steve bring that incredible message, you say, yes, whether it's for the first time, you need to say, yes, I wanna to respond today and I'm gonna lift up my hand after three and I'm gonna say, yes, I wanna know forgiveness, I wanna know meaning, I wanna know that God, you've forgiven me and you've forgotten and you don't condemn and you're preparing a place in heaven for me. I wanna know that you're my strength and that whatever pressure comes across my way this year, the power in me is greater from this moment on. And maybe if you've walked away from God, you've once served God, but you've disappointments and struggles. You've kind of walked away as many of us can often do. And you know that today is your time to come back. He's saying, come back, come back to me. And if that's you today, we'd love to include you in this invitation. So all across this room after three, right at the back, from the side to the side. And if you're with someone, you might just wanna hold the hand and raise it together as a couple, as a, that mom and daughter that is here and raise your hand after three and He's seeing you. And we're not gonna embarrass you, we're just gonna pray a big prayer all together and include you in that prayer. So after three, one, two, three, that's it. Shoot your hand up high enough and long enough for us to see, that's right, so many hands. Put your hand up, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And online, join with us also. And if you raised your hand and if you're really meaning this online, just say this prayer with us. Repeat after, after, after me, the words are on the screen. Maybe if you wanna put your hand on your heart, mean it from the depth of your being. Dear Lord Jesus, thank You for dying for me, to forgive all my sin and failures so that I can have a brand new start. Please come into my life and help me by the power of Your Holy Spirit to trust and live for You all the days of my life. Amen. 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 Come on, let's applaud those that have responded. Do you know what? That's the best prayer. It's the best decision you will ever make. And we always clap and applaud at Soul Church because we love, we're souls. We're Soul Church. We're all about souls connecting with your eternal God. And um, we actually would love to give you a Bible as you walk out. So if you prayed that prayer, maybe you raised your hand or maybe you didn't, but you prayed that prayer and you meant it. We would love to give you a beautiful, uh, it's a beautifully illustrated Bible and some of the Scriptures that Steve talked about are in here on your way out and connect with you and maybe swap some details so we can help you on this journey. And then maybe if you've uh, prayed that prayer online, just pop something in the chat and uh, you can click on you version and get download your version of the Bible also. But can I encourage you to be back in church and to tell someone that you made that decision today. And can we thank those again and applaud those again that have made an incredible decision.
there's a great party going on in heaven right now because of what you, just decision you made and you're going to follow this into the year and He's going to be with you every step of the way. Thanks again for tuning in. And if you said the salvation prayer today, we'd love for you to email connecttofaith at soulchurch.com so we can talk to you a little bit more about this incredible decision that you've just made. Yeah, you know, and if at any point in the service you felt moved to give towards any of our local or global initiatives, then head to soulchurch.com and click on the giving at the top of the page. Thanks again for joining us today. And we hope to see you again soon. God bless.